Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Before Sunrise. I watched the second half of Before Sunrise. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Mike Mode! No! Sorry! <laughs> Wait, you thought they were doing as a joke? <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Ethan Month. Yeah. Woo! Remember that. I, Ethan Month. Never I mean, forget. Right. I never forget Ethan Month. Yep. Don't ever think about yourself. Think about me. <laughs> this is my month. Don't you take it away from me? I will never take it away from you. Don't you take it away from me. <laughs> I will never take it away from you, Ethan. Uh and because it's Ethan Month, we are only watching movies with the actor Ethan Hawk in them. Yes. And so today we're watching a Richard Linklater film. Yes, we are. Uh, which is of course starring Ethan Hawk. Before Sunrise. Mm -hmm. It is the first of a trilogy yes. that Linklater made with the two same two same actors, uh Julie Dimply, is that her name? Julie something and uh, yeah. uh made over like a decade or something like that. Couple, I think it was two decades yeah, actually. Because like, this one came out in ninety four, and I think the last one was made in very 2013, 14, something like that. I think like you're that. right, yeah. Leave it to Linklater to make uh, a long ass movies <laughs> the same actors coming back. Yep, exactly. Over a period of time. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, we were going to watch Boyhood. Boyhood. We actually, we were like, I'm, sh a lot, I'm sure more people have heard of this movie. It was a big success. We should watch this one instead of Before Sunrise. But it's three hours long. Three hours long. <laughs> it's so long. And we're like, if we watch half of that movie, we're watching a whole, a whole movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one is a, I, I think my watch is only like 50 minutes. Yeah, so it's, it's a short movie, but yes. Uh, so, and I'm glad we made that decision. Yeah. Because I'm going to, I'm going to start off this uh, podcast with an opinion. Oh, whoa, no, I've never heard of one of these. <laughs> Like, put your opinions away. We save those till the end. But, but I guess for this one time, you for know, it's my month. Only I'll allow it. Thank you, Ethan. I really appreciate that. I did not like anything about this movie. Wow. I hated it. I hated everything. Wow. And I've I've carried this burden for a while. The thing is, I haven't seen a lot of Linklater films. Um, seen like Days and Confused, right? I've seen Days and Confused. Okay. And I liked that one. Okay. Um, but and I've seen some of his other ones, but not a lot of movies that he's written. Um, uh, my biggest Scanner problem. Scanner Darkly. Yeah, but I don't think he like like a he lot of the dialogue. It. I'm sure comes True. from you know the. He book did write stuff. this one. He wrote this one with yeah. uh, with somebody else, and I hate his dialogue. Hmm. I hate it so much, and it's like because it's so unnatural that it, it like it's it, the the dialogue is so unnatural that it's like no one talks like this. But then on the same hand, it's not so unnatural that it feels stylized. It's just annoying. And the same thing happens. I don't know if you've seen uh, another film that he wrote and directed, Slacker. Mm. For uh, that was like one of his first movies. Same problem, but the only difference is in that movie the dialogue is bad and dumb and meaningless, but it's supposed to be because it's like this long series of characters who don't really know what they're talking about in like uh, the '90s and early millennia, which mm -hmm. is like th that's why it's called Slacker. It's about the Slacker generation at right. the time. This movie, however. We are supposed to care and like these characters. And I don't like anything about them. I think they're huh. both dumb and terrible. Interesting. And horrible in See, their own I was gonna ways. Say, the dialogue has that kind of like Juno vibe. Yeah. Where it's like characters are a little bit too... They, they, they talk a little bit too... too? But I also... That's the thing is I feel like they're saying these things... At least to me, I actually kind of did like the dialogue. Really? I did because I think the characters themselves may be saying things that are a little bit too... Um, 
what's the word? Pretentious? Pretentious a little bit in some ways. Mm. But they say it naturally in a way that like humans would like actually communicate those sort of ideas to me where it's very clumsy and it's like, I get what you're saying. It's maybe not the most eloquent way to say it. You know, it didn't get written through a whole bunch of times and where it comes out like this perfect, like that's like art. He wrote that. It's just like, no, people are just saying what they think, but they're thinking like there's really um, deep conversations. Oh. I don't even know if it's pretentious, but it's just like, at least in my half of the movie, they're talking about very like deep things and deep thoughts about stuff where it's like, this is like, if you ever have one of those like really long nights with someone, yeah, like yeah. you just talk about just deep shit. Cause it's just that door is open at some point in like certain friendships or mm. relationships or anything That's where you start talking about. about things. Exactly. Yeah. Where you start talking about things that, you know, are on your mind and it's like, that's kind of silly. And you just kind of like, they acknowledge it and they kind of go like, Oh, here's like a story about like what I did in a similar subject and why I understand like that sort of thing. And I don't know. To me, it felt like maybe the words themselves weren't written as well as they could have been mm. to feel as natural. But I think the way they played off of each other, I, I think, think there's like a weird, the gaps between each character talking to each other felt very natural. I think that there is a charm between the two actors and mm-hmm. I do think that they are good actors. However, I think that the words that they're saying are very unnatural and like this movie felt to me like when you're on a plane and there's a person sitting next to you and they won't shut up. Like that's what it felt like to me when it's like they're trying to make conversation and you're just trying to be nice and be like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And they're like, man, when I was three years old, I saw this weird thing and it was really crazy. And I was with my aunt. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, wow. shut See, the I like, I, I, I would like, I like that stuff. I like listening to people talk about like weird oh, really? story or whatever. Yeah. I, I hate like, it. I think as long as I think I like it because I don't have to say anything. I just kind of nod and go, mm, okay. So like, right. this is like watching two people have that conversation yes. to each other. Right, right, right. And I'm just sitting there watching and I don't have to participate, which I is guess, nice for me as like, I guess an introvert. That's just like, I want to hear the conversation. I don't really want to participate in it. Cause I don't have to like think. Well, let's talk about the movie a little bit because sure. the thing is, is like, a lot of the movies really straightforward. Like oh, totally. a lot of the movie is just the dialogue it's and getting just to know dialogue. these people. Yeah, and that's it. So the movie starts out. So on, I guess yeah, if you don't like the dialogue, that's you what it was, the fucking was. Like yeah. I, by the end of my half, I'm like, oh boy, I'm so glad I'm done with this fucking movie. See, that's interesting. I thought the movie felt really slow to you. It felt slow. For me, it went by like super fast. Really? Yeah. Like I was like, oh, it's done I feel already. like here's the thing though. I feel like most of the drama happens near the end because I think they start. There really wasn't that much drama. Though. Really? No. That's what was weird about it. Weird. Because there is no like, there's no uh, drive in this movie. There is at all. like, there's almost the, no drive until like maybe the last. There is only ten minutes. The only ticking clock is as I'm going to bring up now that he needs to get on a plane the next morning. Yeah. That's like the only thing that we're waiting on. Everything else is just like. Them happens, walking man. around Vienna. They're in Vienna, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So movie starts out with them on a train and uh, there's a couple talking in German on the train and Julie and Ethan, I'm just going to call them by their That's actor fine. names. That's fine. Okay. They are sitting far away from each other at first, but then the German couple gets really animated and uh, like starts hitting each other. Like not with fists, but like with like newspaper and stuff. And Julie moves next to Ethan and they both start making conversation about the couple And I'm just going to not even talk about the conversation right now. I'm just going to talk about the events. So they're on the train. Then they go to the dining car together and they talk more about their lives. And then the train stops in Vienna, which is where he's getting off. And he, they both seem really upset that they are leaving now because they made a connection on the train. So Ethan proposes that she get off the train with him. They spend the rest of the day together until his flight the next morning. 
and then they never have to see each other again. And he basically proposes it as like a, you're going to always regret this. If you never get off the train with me, you're going to regret this years down the line. You're going to be married to somebody and you're not going to be in love with them. And you're going to always think to like, what if I got off the train with this person? And she's like, okay, yeah, sure. A bit weird, but okay. It's a very weird pitch. So they get off the train, and the rest of the movie is them checking out Vienna. They uh, go to a graveyard. They go to a record store. They ride a bus. They uh, ride say, a- This is like a tourism ad for Vienna. Very much so. And they get on a Ferris wheel, and then they kiss. Nice. And, and it's like almost, it's right after sunrise. Uh, wait, sunset. Right after, right before sunset. Oh, okay. The sun is setting. They kiss each other. And now they're basically like a couple. They're kissing each other all the time. They're hu- they're hugging. They're dancing. And then they go to a little cafe. And then the psych I was going to say a psycho. A psychic lady comes up and reads Julie's palm. And she's really taken aback by it. She's like really impressed with the palm reading. Uh, but Ethan is none too impressed. And the more we learn about Ethan, the more it's like Ethan, the way he sees the world is a very negative way of seeing the world. Things are always going to be disappointing. It's always mm-hmm. going to be very hard. Mm-hmm. And um, people are always going to disappoint you and you don't belong in it. Um, Julie, however, seems a bit, even though she has really negative things about the world as well, she seems to be a bit more like. She looks on the bright side of like the negative. She seems to be a bit more optimistic. However, she is scared of a lot of things and angry about a lot of things. She's Totally. Um, one thing we learn after this scene is they, because uh, he uh, he's like completely dismisses it. Then they go to a church and we learn something about the two of them where Julie says that she feels like she's an old person and her life are is that she's living right now are just memories. Hmm. That's how she feels. And Ethan feels like he's a 13-year-old boy and he's trying to act like an adult and he's still learning how to act like an adult. Interesting. And that's how they feel. That's basically, if you could sum up the two of them, that's how you would sum hmm. them up. And then they are walking down the side of a uh, river. And they're just talking and then they start getting into almost a kind of an argument because um, she's like, I didn't like how you treated or talked about that one palm reader lady. But then they get interrupted by a guy, a poet, which I'm pretty sure you come into play here. And the poet is like, you give me a word and I will write a, a poem with your word in it. And if you like that poem, then you pay me. And if you don't like it, you don't have to pay me. Huh. So and then they're like, okay. And then so they, they do the, so they do the poem thing, and mm-hmm. the student gives him a poem, and he, they read. He reads it out loud, and it's very nice, and he gives him money for it. Did you like the poem? It's fine. <laughs> I don't like poetry. Yeah, I'll be honest about that. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a poem. Okay. Um, Ethan Ethan agreed with me. He said the poem was okay. I it's figured he said wasn't gonna like. It's funny because he was walking away, and this is adding the cynical and the cynicalness of him. Mm-hmm. And he says, "He's like, did you like?" He's like, "Yeah, it was good." You know, he probably just swaps out like he probably wrote the poem, but, you know, he probably like swaps out a couple words or whatever right. for whatever this occasion. And she's like, what? And he's like, ah, never mind. I like this. It. It good. It was a really long poem. Like he only had a couple of minutes and it was a yeah. pretty long one. So, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know what this movie's like. So I'm just writing down stuff. So then right. I realize like, oh, there's just places they go to. Yeah. So he's talking about like, you know, you know, what's the point in technology when this word processor can save me money, like time when it's like I go and spend it on. Here we go. On <laughs> People just go home and spend it on more work as opposed to like actually enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Just shows his character. They mm-hmm. go to some club. Um, and they're playing it's great because there's a guy playing like grunge music I'm like oh yeah I remember the 90s I was yeah, just a dude baby. up there just playing, <laughs> playing grunge and music and here's like dark and brutal like heavy metal playing in the background they're just playing pinball like it's normal and I'm oh, like cool awesome <laughs> yeah um, they just have conversations and I realize and that's why I learned she's from Paris and uh-huh. she broke up with a guy recently oh okay and Ethan is very cynical and is like nah 
I see that uh, love is for two people who don't know how to be alone. He thinks love is super selfish and says it's Ooh. dumb. Uh, and then he's talking about later while they're walking away. He talks about how monkeys like fooling around having sex. And then she has concerns about uh, how feminism in the back of her mind. She likes feminism, but she has a dark feeling somewhere that like, what if it's made by men to make women have sex with them more or something? Cause like free love or something like that. Oh, interesting. it's like, yeah, that's a weird way to think about things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they go and they see some lady doing like a birth dance thing, while this, which is like some strange dance, I guess, they do to help birth children. Okay. Um, when you're pregnant, I guess. Okay. And he goes, oh, cool. He's like, uh, they finish and like, oh, I have a tip jar, should I pay her? And she's like, yeah. He goes, uh, everything that's interesting costs a little bit of money. I'm like, <laughs> damn, damn it, I relate to this guy too much. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay. He had a haircut. And oh, and yeah. It is very in a in a yeah, very oh. specific like position. Uh -huh. It looked a lot like you. No, this is the movie where I was like, oh man, he looks just like me. <laughs> he has like the exact had, same like, haircut. The beard, I has the exact same facial hair. It was nuts. Yeah. Like I, I dress like, like I'm in the 90s. So I mean, no, I'm just, <laughs> my stuff ever, fits better, but yeah. Yeah, your stuff fits a lot better. I've never seen you wear leather, but he wears no, leather know, in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, he looked totally like me. He looked like, quite a bit like you, just with darker hair. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the haircut. I was like, oh man, I got the, the haircut, haircut like this year. Yeah. yeah. Like I think you have it right now. I do. It's yeah. a little bit longer right it's now. But longer. like, but yeah. uh, yeah. But when it was fresh cut, it looked pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> I look just like her. Yeah. It was weird. And then we also got on that, car that uh, Ferris wheel. And, like, we went on the Ferris wheel. Right before sunset and we kissed. We kissed and it was very nice. It was nice, but we knew it could only last one it night. It could only last one night. So that's and how I feel here. like I'm a dying old woman. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just a 13 year old boy. Totally fits Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Another anyway. thing about their two personalities, Ethan says he doesn't want a relationship because he thinks that you'd spend all your time. He wants to live all his time, like concentrating on like producing something that he's proud of, mm -hmm. working. And she's like, "Well, I know someone who like went put like fifty years of their life into their work and then never had any time for relationships and said like he regretted that." Blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, um, so then they go to a cafe and they both pretend phone calls with the, someone as a way to like cancel their flight or whatever to cancel their meeting with a friend in Paris. And they talk about like how they really feel about each other. And it's like, oh, he, she's pretty, he's cute, stuff like that. Um, so then suddenly they're on a boat with candles and they're having some nice thing. And I'm like, how do they go around all these places in the middle of the night? Like, isn't it get like the night ends at some point? These yeah. places close. They can't be open all night. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Not till the morning. Yeah, exactly. Where are they gonna sleep? So they don't. They just oh. don't sleep. Um, I guess you sleep on the plane. Yeah. So they go and they have food, and then they start walking away. And she says, "Tomorrow morning we'll probably never see each other again." And they agree to make tonight great, just as best as they can. So they go to a bar, and um, she takes some wine glasses, and he goes up to the bartender and is like, "Hey, this is the last time I'm going to see." This girl over here. Give me a roofie. Can you do me? No. <laughs> God, no. What the fuck? Jeez. I don't know. I don't know this guy's character that much. I think he's not that. Okay. <laughs> um, now he says, um, let me have this big bottle of wine. Oh, just give it to me? Well, give it to me and I'll pay you back. I know it's crazy, but this is like the last I've seen. It's for, it's for love, man. He's like, okay, you can have this wine. Oh, Vienna. Very nice. Yeah, Vienna. So nice. I guess uh, um, things that are special don't really, you know, cost that much. Oh, he's going to pay him back. I oh, swear, okay. when he gets back. Okay. Um, uh, so, 
they go and they go to a park and sip wine and talk about stuff and, and look at the stars. And they say, she's like, I look at the stars all the time and see sunset, but I never enjoy it as much as now because I have someone to spend time oh with boy, it. Yeah. And I don't know how it got here, but this is an interesting quote from Ethan. It says, I have, um, the reason you start enjoying something with someone else is because sometimes I think people are so sick of themselves. Think mm. about it. I haven't been anywhere I haven't been. I think that's why some people hate themselves and never actually get a break from themselves. Mm. That's why people do like drugs and drink and all that stuff. That's true. That's Makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's probably the smartest thing you said in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they kiss and then she stops and says, she's like, I gotta say something stupid. I don't think we should sleep together because I'll feel bad that we'll never actually get to like hang out. And she's like, he's like, oh, let's. I mean, where are we going to sleep fine. together? We He's, have no room. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> just out in the park, man. It yeah, I guess so. Um, and Ethan says, it's fine. And she says, yeah, I don't want to become like another fantasy where it's like American meets a French girl and fucks him on the after oh, uh, yeah. on the, uh, after train while traveling and then just leaves and never sees her again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally a fantasy. Every guy has, Every right? guy wants to yep, do that. <laughs> exactly what I want. Um, My fantasy is staying in and watching movies. So you live your fantasy life all the time. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Mine is staying in and eating a ton of food and watching movies. Oh, that's even better. Or video games. <laughs> or board games. I have a broad, broad selection just, of fantasies. Look, there's food there. But we're both staying in. Yeah, we're both staying in. Um, maybe, we, maybe we can make this work. Maybe we can make this work. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and she says, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people have to make things so complicated. And mm. then they just start making out. And then... They're both back in like during the day. This is after sunrise. Ooh, that's the name and, of the movie. They see someone playing a harpsichord and they dance a little bit. And he's like, I'm going to take a visual picture of my mind. She's like, I will too. And she says, you know, I think opposite. I'm the opposite of you. I like, I love someone when I get to know them. Like mm -hmm. when I get so sick of them, I know everything about them, like what shirt they're going to wear and all that stuff. And uh, then they say something about how we didn't go to some guy's play with a cow. Yes, those are the best characters of the movie. But I haven't okay. told you about them yet because I haven't talked about the com no, conversations. That's fine. Yeah. We'll go back to that. We will. And then they go to the train and he stumbles with I words. Was hoping they were going to go to that play. And and they uh, say good luck. And then they kiss each other and they get on the train and they say, wait, says, you know, I do actually want to see you again. Um in the well, sequel let's, let's meet, yeah. <laughs> before sunrise well it says return. let's meet in five years I'm like oh shit they're actually planning for a long thing it's like no wait I can't wait that long let's wait until six months in the exact same spot we hear and she's like it'll be cold and he's like doesn't matter and um, they go their separate ways sad music playing over and then they both sit on like the train there's shots of all the places they went mm -hmm. and that's it cool the movie. boring <laughs> alright let's Mike, talk you, Mike yeah this movie's alright I liked it. I really did like it. Uh, let me tell you some of the conversations sure. they had. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about my favorite characters of the movie. Um, these are two German guys. Oh, wait. Uh, you know, I'll talk about these guys first. Then we'll go to the conversations. It's uh, these two German guys. And uh, they're like, hey, what's what's some fun things to do around here? And uh, and they're like, well, how, what, do you, how long are you here for? Like tomorrow? Are you here tomorrow? And they're like, no, we're only here for tonight. Anything happening tonight? And they go. Why did you come all the way to Vienna just for tonight? Like, why are you not here for multiple days? And they're they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And they're like, well, how about you come to our play? And then they're they're like, okay, let's let's go to your play. What is it? And <laughs> their play is it's gonna be this really weird political uh, like play where one of them is going to dress like a cow and smoke, and <sighs> the other one is gonna milk the cow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> These guys were the best. They had so much energy. They were they were so happy to be there, and they hated the main characters. And I was all for all of that. They were Aww. the best. So I don't know. There is I don't even know what to talk about with this movie. There, it's just all shit. Like all the things <laughs> they say, say is shit. Like you don't you don't find any. Now, when you went in this movie, did you try to go in with a mind set of like, I'm going to let yes. it go? Okay. Because I knew that there were, I knew this movie and the other ones are on the Criterion Collection. Yes. Which has all the best movies on there. Uh-huh. So I knew this movie had to be good somehow. Yes. And so I was like, I'm just going to keep my mind open. Mm-hmm. And then the dialogue started. And, and it never stopped. It really didn't. I think that's the thing. It's like you, if you do not buy into the dialogue, the, the style of writing. Yes. That's uh, all that this movie is. That, then yeah, you're screwed. Because it's nothing not, else. that's the thing. It's not as natural and poetic as like a Jarmouche, but it isn't as cool and kinetic as Tarantino, you know? It's just like this weird middle ground. Like it's almost, it's, it's just weird, like uh, unnaturally weird. Like, or like, I don't know. Like, I don't care that the fuck Ethan has to say about anything. Like they're in the bus. All right. Let me tell you about the bus scene. This scene was fucking weird. This was like a one shot scene. So they're in the bus and Ethan, they just met by the way, not just met. They, 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 they had, they agreed that they're going to spend the day together and then they get on this bus. So they've probably known each other for like an hour, maybe. Maybe less, maybe, maybe an hour and a half. And so they get on the bus and Ethan's like, I've got a game. We're going to ask each other direct questions, rapid fire questions. And we're going to answer honestly, 100%. Okay. All right. Sounds so, fine. So he asks, first question he asks in a weird German accent, because they just met the Germans, I guess. He goes, what are your first sexual feelings towards a person? It's a weird thing to ask. So that's a, he starts it off uh, with a big one. Right off the bat. And she's like, oh, well, it was a crush I had uh, at a camp. And she goes in this long story about this guy. And he was a swimmer. And you can tell he's like not happy that she's like not answering this in a very sexual way, basically. Uh And then her question is, have you ever been in love? Very like meaningful like Mm -hmm. question. And he just says, yes. All right, now my question to you, (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't go into any of the details. And then he gives this big, long-winded excuse about why he doesn't give any of the details. And then he gives his first sexual feelings, which was a Playboy magazine. Nice. It's just like, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. He's a creep. He's a creepy man. He is a little bit weird. And then he asks her, what pisses you off? Like, what makes you angry? And so here are the things that piss her off. She says she hates it when a man tells her to smile. I'm like, I've heard that before from women. That makes sense. She says that she hates it, that there is a war going on and no one seems to care or do anything about it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense too. Like, that's a reasonable thing. She hates how the media controls our minds and she says it's a new form of fascism. And I'm like, that's weird. Okay, getting a little crazier now. That's bordering on Alex Jones. Uh, And then the last thing is she hates when Americans patronize her for being cute in French. Ah. Um, But it's like... That's a weird thing to say. And I don't like that. I don't like how you think that the media controlling our minds is another form of fascism. I don't know. I don't know. There's people who think that, though. I know, but I don't want to relate to them. I yeah, don't I think that's them. the thing is like. <sighs> and then I, I, I think these characters are interesting and realistic. Mm. But I do not find them relatable. No. That doesn't bother me, though, for some reason. I think it's just because it's like, I don't have to communicate with them. I think that's what I think. If <laughs> this was true. a person I was hanging out with, I'd be like, fucking, okay. But I feel like I am hanging out with them. Because in, in some ways, yes, but in some ways, no. I'm not some having way, to talk to them. Yeah, that's But I must get angry because of that. Because then I want to jump in and be like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like, Because like, then, 
Ethan says, because then she's like, what is a problem you have? Like, what is something, a problem that you have? And then he answers with this weird, he's like, do you believe in reincarnation? And she's like, yeah, I find it interesting. And then he says, well, isn't it weird how the population for human beings keep going up? Like, where are all these souls coming from? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's saying, like, he's saying like if reincarnation is a thing, like where do the souls come from, man? Like, do they just appear out of nowhere? Think about it. Uh, okay. Uh, then I guess you don't believe in reincarnation. I guess not. He does not. That's <laughs> why he's, he's like, like. And then he's like, souls, like are our modern souls worth not as much as the original souls? Because there's more of us? Where are these souls coming from? And I'm like, also, that's a, that's a, that's a Carlin joke. Like Carlin made that joke. You're just stealing Carlin's material. Maybe. I hate this. I hate this so much. It doesn't make any sense. And then she, and then after this weird thing about reincarnation and souls and how little they matter or how much they, like they might, uh, 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 be worth. She's like, I agree. And then they got off the bus and I'm like, why are you agreeing to this? This doesn't make any sense. Cause you just want to go on the next fucking question. You don't need this <laughs> big. You're not going to try to convince them. You're not like making any life plans with them. I think that's the thing is. Because so. these people are know that their relationship's not actually going to go anywhere. They just kind of, there's none of that air of like when you're getting to date someone, you don't want to freak them out right away. It's like, ah, fuck it. No, We're just going to hang out a year. We're just going to hang out one night. And if we don't like each other, it doesn't matter. And if we do, cool. But like. You're, we're going to have an open and honest conversation. That's something I like because that's something that's true. that I find very interesting. That's true. I guess I just don't like these people. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, at other weird shit. They just keep talking. They oh, just yeah. There's talk. a lot of talking. They keep talking about things and stuff. And I don't, you know what? Fuck it. The only other thing that bothered <laughs> me was they talked to the psychic lady and the psychic gives uh, Julie her fortune. And then she asks for the money. And then as she's walking off, as she takes the money, she goes, remember, you are all stars. You're all made of stardust and you're made of all the stars that was around and you will become the stars again. So she believe in reincarnation? I'm like, no, she clearly just like, you know, stealing uh, stuff from, uh, fuck, what's that one philosopher guy? Uh, Sagan. She's just stealing Sagan's <sighs> stuff. Yeah. Like, that's all this is. That's all this is. This Linklater taking, like, thoughts from other people. And I mean, then he's always done that, even, like, this old... Um, I mean, yeah, that's what Slacker was, I guess. Yeah. I, I just mean, don't find it even interesting. Even Dazed and Confused, I don't know. Dazed and Confused. But I, Dazed and Confused, I could, like, relate to their characters. And there were so many to choose from. And here, I'm, like, sat next to... It's like it's like I'm watching these two horrible people growing throughout their day having the most bland, uninteresting... Uh, one-dimensional conversations, and I couldn't. See, I don't think they're one-dimensional. I think they're much like deeper and rawer than that. I think that's the they're thing. They're raw, it's too, I guess. It's like it'd be people being like, "Did you real life? If this is two people, mm-hmm. and this happened, what we'd see is people being like, "Did you see Game of Thrones last night? <laughs> what do you think of that guy? Man, I don't like him. I bet he's gonna die soon. Here's, like something boring like that. Totally, totally. But but the difference between that. And this is, that's a conversation. This is a person bleeding out words, like paragraphs. And then the other person just going, that's interesting. I feel this way about the world. That isn't a conversation. They're having a back and forth. That is kind of a back and forth. If you're having, I, oh, that's interesting. What are you going to do? You're not going to convince them. 
Well, you could have like a deep, but later on they get into like a back and forth about the the psychic lady. Well, sometimes I just don't understand. Well, that's a different thing where it's not like a philosophy. It's how you treat someone. I suppose so. That's but, a different thing. But it could be a, a philo- like a, a philosophical like discussion about like yeah. It's I true would find something. that interesting. Mm. I would see. I would love to see these characters. Maybe, and that's the other thing. I've heard things about these other movies. Maybe when these characters grow up and Linklater takes a fucking writing class. <laughs> Maybe these characters become a bit more interesting because I hear that they like I, I just hear things about these other movies. Maybe they're more interesting. Maybe it is more like conflict. And maybe well, we I think that's very them. interesting is that like people like everyone is very idealistic in this because she's going to college or whatever. That's or, true. Like, so and he's just looking, he's just traveling. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like maybe they're young. They, yeah, they're young. So they have weird conversations like this. These are deep conversations for them sort of thing. That's true. And it'd be interesting to see as they get, if they get older, like what other conversations change? Like, I almost uh, want to see the other ones just to see like if they like how they progress. And, yeah. Like, like that's a fascinating maybe, thing. Maybe that's why I don't like this movie is because I, I, I'm not that idealistic and like, yeah, Whoa, maybe maybe you fit more with the next one where they're a little more jaded and like probably and angry uh, yeah. and miserable. Well, that's the thing is like he, it, Ethan is jaded in this a little bit, but he's, he's not jaded, but I almost feel like he's more just childish. Yeah. Like he in says, some he's ways, like a 13 yeah. year old. Like he's bouncing off the walls all the whole time. He's touching things. He's always touching things. Yeah, he's always touching things. He's always touching When they're doing the belly dance thing, she, he was starting to dance. I'm like, stop dancing. Stop dude. doing that. And it's funny because she just like, you could tell that she was not amused by him dancing. And he's just like, oh, he'll stop. <laughs> There's like, a lot of that. I feel like he'll do weird accents out of nowhere. Yeah, he'll yeah. quote things. He'll touch things and be like, oh, look at me. I'm touching this thing. And like, I'll look at her and she's just so unimpressed by it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think this movie, I would have preferred this movie because I thought this movie was going to be. <sighs> I hoped that this movie would be, they would be on the train and they would have a really great hour long conversation. And they're like, let's get off the train and have a fun day. And the rest of the day was just going to be awkward silence. And like, they realized they didn't have anything in like, com- like they actually didn't have anything. How could you have an hour long conversation and then go off a train and then, and then be because like. Because that oh, hour long conversation made her get off the train. Hmm. You know, like she did get off the train. Like, what if they had a nice, pleasant conversation on the train and they just out of luck had a really great conversation with each other and never found anything like disagreeable and then they got off the train they immediately realized they don't work at all but mm. now she's stranded here and he's trying to like impress her and like i thought that would have been really fucking cool of an idea but of course that's not what this is this is about young love and optimism and looking at the world through big uh rose tinted glasses mm. and that's just i guess that's just the way it is I yeah suppose. maybe um, that does make me curious about the second one now yeah right because what if that's what it is they come back and they meet each other and they realize that they aren't that that they've only become more incompatible as the years have gone by. Or yeah, maybe that would be, inter- be interesting. I don't know. Or maybe or maybe they become more compatible. Maybe the years I gone by because they changed their viewpoints in some ways. Maybe maybe they changed more completely. jaded and he becomes and he more, becomes more optimistic. Yeah, like maybe he's fallen in love. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot. I don't know. And this is the other thing I found him in, like found annoying about him. Like they're talking about um she's she says what's a problem that you think you'll have like a problem that you think you would have with me if we continued to date mm-hmm. for a really long time. And he goes, Oh no, I'm not going to answer that question. I had a girlfriend that asked me that question. And I told her, you don't take criticism very well. And then she broke up with me and completely overreacted. And she goes, Oh wow. And then he goes, what about you? What's a problem you think you'd have with me? It's just like, you're just avoiding the question and then getting the same problem. It's very childish of him. It's very childish of him. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I don't like her because she's a weird conspiracy theorist <laughs> and I don't like him because he's a child. <laughs> Fair. But I am curious to see when they become less idealistic and maybe a bit more jaded, how 
they act. Because yeah. I think they're both good actors. Oh, yeah. I think that they definitely carry the dialogue very, very well. much so. Yeah. They, they try to make it as natural as possible yeah. with him touching things and her, like, playing with her hair the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a little too jaded to enjoy this kind of thing. Maybe so. But you liked it. I liked it. I, was, I won't say I'll be like, man, I've got to watch this movie all the time. Like, I'm just like, Do you think you'd watch it again, though? <sighs> I wouldn't mind seeing the first half, but I don't know if I ever got my way to watch it again. Yeah. I'd be more interested in seeing the other movies, I'm honestly. very curious to see the other movies. I don't mm. know. I don't know. That might be interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I just know that there's something about. Link I feel later. like this is. I feel like this is a Fargo season two situation for us. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. For a little background, I guess it's pretty straightforward what you're meaning. But we both saw Fargo, Fargo season two together. Mm-hmm. Whole thing. I think we both sat down. Yeah, and we watched all thing, together. And I didn't like it at all. And I thought it was really dumb and pretentious. And that means a lot coming for me because I watch pretentious I think, shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, you do. But I don't know why certain things all of a sudden become pretentious to you. I I don't know. I guess it's. That movie, I don't know, that whole TV show just didn't like anybody in it. Like, there wasn't a character I really liked or, like, could relate to. What? So many good characters in that. Yeah, but nobody I could, like, follow. Like, I liked the black, uh, like, I liked the black guy in it uh, with the afro. Yeah. But there's nothing, they didn't do anything with him. We did some cool shit. But what? what anyway, end- here's the point. Is anyway, that sorry. I think I, I love, I love that season. Either. I think it's... You like it. Almost better than season one. Oh, and I love season I one. Um, you say, it's potato, and I yeah, say... Yeah, yeah. Tomato. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I feel like it comes down to kind of like it is a lot slower and a lot more dialogue focused and mm. that sort of thing. And um, It is a lot slower and a lot more dialogue focused. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, true. I'm, it makes the payoff a little bit crazier to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, it's another thing where it's just like. It comes down to yeah, just a matter of taste. Yeah, it comes a matter of taste where it's like you can probably see why people like. I can. I can see like why. And I think if I were to watch Linklater as a younger man and if I were to watch him as like a teenager and I watch this. You know, when I was an idealistic young boy looking about like watching Criterion movies, I think I would have dug it. I think yeah. I would have really liked it. But now as an adult man, as a 26 year old who. You're still fairly young. I feel like I'm dying every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like a, I feel like I feel like that old lady on her deathbed looking at her memories. And that's what this is. Oh. I, I think that was the one thing I could relate to in this whole movie. There's one thing in this movie I could relate to. It was her interpretation of how she looks at the world where it's like. You're just an old person looking back at your life and you're just, you know, you're just watching it. I thought that was really interesting and I, I found that relatable. Um, I like the conspiracy theorist stuff. Not the conspiracy theorist stuff. I thought that stuff was dumb. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm very curious about the second one. I'm curious to see how these characters hopefully grow. Hopefully. Hopefully grow. Hopefully. Um, I feel like this is a really short episode. It is. There's not a whole lot to talk about except Which for the Which is di- surprising because there's, there's not a lot of plot. talking there's in it. <laughs> there, you know, the plot is you could just say man meets lady or lady meets man and <laughs> they leave the train and they have a nice th- time and, and then they a lot leave of places. again. And they leave again. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I will say this made me, I've been to Vienna once. Oh, have you? Um, it. Maybe miss Vienna. I was like, that was one of my favorite European cities. Did you walk around Vienna with a strange woman? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, What'd you do in Vienna? This is a short episode. Why don't you tell us your Vienna story? Well, I was just in, we had a high school trip and it was one of the first European cities I went to. Oh, wow. On like one a, of the first European cities. Look at I me. Went to I went ones. <laughs> um, and it was definitely the most like quaint European oh, like, yeah. town. Like, it, Did you get drunk there? No, you're in high school. You couldn't. No. Um, well, legally, it could there because that's right. Drink. Uh, ooh, damn. Um, that didn't. Uh, anyway, the point <laughs> is, is um, it was super fun mm. because like it has this 
it's a big city, but it has like a very, very, very small city vibe. Mm. It's like, like Portland. It's, it's very kind of, but like Portland's actually big. This is actually a really small area. Oh, it's really? It's very condensed. I mean, that makes so sense. Like a weird, to walk all, all over. It's almost it. like a weird mix between like Portland and like New York kind of got together and was like, let's have the condensedness of New York <laughs> let's have and the baby. transportation. And yeah, but also have that like not giant skyscraper. It's like a tiny place. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. yeah. It's a weird. It's a look really beautiful. It is very pretty. And like, it's very I've European. S- I've seen other European cities. It felt very like, like Paris. It felt a lot like, um, like yeah. Venice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looked like really beautiful. It's a very, very nice area. He shot it very well. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed how the film was shot it was most of it. Very pretty. Very yeah. pretty. Yeah, very pretty. But um, which is the soundtrack? It's okay. I don't remember it. <laughs> There was one part that I actually really liked. I thought it was the best part of the movie. They go to Mike's record. Best part of the movie. Best part of the movie. Here's my favorite part of the film. All right, quiz explain. All right, so they go to a record store Whoa. and they find a record and uh-huh. they're like, let's listen to it in the listening booth. Oh, tell me more. And they listen to it in the listening booth. And, and they have to be fucking sh- quiet for oh. five fucking minutes finally. <laughs> and it's really great because they're listening to the music and it's like really like romantic music and they don't know each other very well yet, but they're very close to each other because they're in the booth. And they're just sort of like looking at each other and like Ethan looks over at her while she's looking away. And then she looks over at him and he like darts his eyes away and it looks, it doesn't seem like they're actually looking at each other, but they are looking at each other and they're in a close space and it's like one uncut shot and they're being quiet and it felt very real. Like that part felt very real. So your point, your favorite part of the movie is when there's no dialogue. And they are no fucking talking. That's how I am though. Like that's my favorite no, thing. No, I honestly, those are my favorite parts. Like, cause you get so much out of that. Yeah, especially like it gets, it carries the act or the actor carries that scene. And I think that, yeah. And I th- also, I think a director is smart when he, when he uses yeah. like pauses like, that Oh, well. definitely. Like watch, uh, I have this shameless I've been going through and we watched the Steve Jobs movie. Um, That's right. I watched it with you. You did watch it with me. Mm-hmm. And like, there is no silence. No. In that movie. There's like maybe one scene at the very end where there's silence. It's a very Sorkin the movie. Very, <laughs> but it's just dialogue, 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 which is fine. Whatever. It's fine. But like, Something about silence in movies, like the my favorite scene in the original Star Wars is the part where Luke goes off and just looks at the sun. Yes, like that's yeah. my favorite scene of mm-hmm. almost like most cinema of all, like the music and everything. It just makes and such a mood and just sets the tone. And it's perfectly visual. Perfect. It's it's a kid on a planet that he doesn't want to be on, and he's looking up at the stars, and he's like, "I want to be out there. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore." Seeing these two moons. Beautiful. And see, it, if and this was a Linklater movie, he would have been like, "Man, so there's this place out there, and well, I really want to be." Quiet, in it. He did have a quiet. Uh, he did have a quiet moment, though. He did have one so, quiet moment. That's. True. I think it's important to have a couple. Like, you don't have yeah. too many, but you know, I otherwise guess, it's, it doesn't make it special. And they even had that in the Force Awakens too, where Ray's looking off and doing the exact same thing. I mean, because of course, but she's rip-off. looking at a lady. What? Remember, isn't she looking at some old lady? No, she's just looking. She puts the helmet on. Oh yeah, I was th- I was thinking about the part where she's like. Uh, at that place where she gives her stuff away and she's like looking off in the, they use that shot every time of her looking off in the distance in the trailer. But then you realize she's just looking at some old lady that's oh, no. doing the same thing she's doing. She's like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking about the but time yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. eating her grub and just puts on the like helmet. And that part's off. even better. Cause there's no real like big or orchestral or orchestral score. At exactly. That point too. It's much more personal. Yeah. And see, I love stuff like that. Like one director I love is uh, Jim Jarmusch. His films are perfect when it comes to dialogue because they have a uh, they have a naturalism to them. They're kind of stylized, but most of the time the actors are not saying very much, and it's all just in the eyes, and it's all in the silences, and it's how they react to each other, and it feels just like how normal people 
act without being boring. Like it's, it's, it's so powerful and, and intricate. Like there's this movie uh, that he made called coffee and cigarettes. It's a very Linklater type of film because it's a lot of dialogue and it was shot over years of his career with different actors of just talking, smoking and drinking. That's all it was drinking coffee. And a lot of it is just two actors looking off in the distance, looking at each other, sort of awkward. Then they say something. The other person says something. It's very natural. It feels very interesting and it feels very intimate. It feels very real. Mm. But, uh, but I, that's the thing is like, I like, I like that about films. I like when movies can just be a little bit quiet. Anyway, if you guys that. enjoyed this film, <laughs> if you want to look and listen to other Ethan uh, movies that has Ethan Hawke in them, you can listen to our previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is pretentious bullshit dialogue. Um, or if you want to give us even more pretentious bullshit dialogue, you can email us at email at where there is no character limit. If you like character limits, though, you can also reach us at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We're on all those places. Please check us out there and leave your thoughts, your questions, your comments um, and movie suggestions. We will take them. Um, but I think that's the end of uh, our discussion. I think it is. Of this one. There's not much we can talk about. No. Nope. Um, I want to see the next one. Maybe we, we will do that eventually, but I think we have another movie lined up. Another oh yes, Ethan we do. Movie. We have yeah. another Ethan movie. I don't know what it is. I forgot oh, what it was. No, I know what it is. Oh no, no. you know what it is. Oh shit, I remember what no. it is. See you next week, everybody. Uh, Good night, everybody.